0: The Biden regime, they're coming for you, they're coming for your phones, they're coming for your text messages, they're coming for your emails. We're going to dig into all of that. But first, we've had a massive string of victories from the Supreme Court. Pro-life, pro-gun, pro-family victories, pro-First Amendment, freedom of religion victories. And what better place to go and celebrate that than with your entire Turning Point family down Tampa, Florida, July 22nd to the 24th, right? Use promo code POSO. You get 25% off all caps there. Link is in the description, tpsa.com slash SAS. Confirm speakers, President Donald Trump, Governor Ron DeSantis, Charlie Kirk, myself, Kaylee McEnany, Senator Ted Cruz, Senator Josh Hawley, Donald Trump Jr., Kimberly Guilfoyle, uh, Congresswoman Lauren Boebert, Congresswoman Kat Kamek, and and Congressman Matt Gates. Basically, if you're not there, what are you even doing? Look, don't come to me, don't come to me and say, look, it's, it's the day before the event, tickets are sold out, I need to get in. They say, Poso, can you get me in? Can you... No, 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 no. Secure your access now, get your tickets, TVUSA.com/slash-ass. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard today's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today is June 28th, 2022, Anno Domini. Today's headlines, Digital World board members have been subpoenaed over Trump's Truth Social app. More lawfare. We're going to dig into that next. The New York Supreme Court striking down a law allowing non-citizens to vote should never have even been considered. Third, this is an interesting update. The Nigerian governor is ordering mass issuance of gun permits to counter murderous Hordes come back three weeks ago. We talked about this. And then finally, former Trump lawyer John Eastman says federal agents unlawfully seized his cell phone. All this more ahead, Human Events Daily. We don't have free speech in America. Go out and sign up now for Truth Social. Who's on Truth Social? Doing good. It's great. It's hot. All right, now this is one of those stories that gets a little bit procedural, so bear with me as we go into it. Digital World Acquisitions Group, what is that? That's the company that merged with Truth Social and Truth Media to create the Trump Media and Technology Group, right? So the idea was that the merger is going to happen by the end of the year. However subpoenas are going out. Subpoenas are going out across this board to the board members because the SEC apparently has launched an investigation. Again, every time, right? Every time Trump tries to do something, every time anything has Trump's name to it, there's always some investigation. There's always some lawsuit. And then it ends up being right. It ends up all Turning into something, and and I love you. Get all these wine ants out there—the same ones that are trying to still. There are still people watching the January Six Committee hearings. I, I guarantee you, they're actually still. It's, it's like the stay-at-home wine ants with their 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 coterie of cats. And not young cats, but old cats, like old mangy cats. And they're just sitting there watching this stuff. So they will then sit there again, and they will be sitting there watching, okay, so the, the, the DA and the, and the SEC, and, the, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the, because the stock option and the price and the issuance, you need to stop. All right, you just need to stop. This stuff, we understand what's going on. We talked about it last week. It's called the Detrumpification Project. They are attempting to institute a de-Trumpification of America. They want him and his entire movement, the MAGA movement, gone. They want it gone from the United States. They want it gone from the halls of power. And they want it gone from polite society. They don't want you to ever be able to admit in public that you were a Trump supporter, right? That's why all the lawfare from them, from their perspective, is necessary. So I can look into this and I can say, look, you know, the company has said earlier, Postmillennial has the article, the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission and the Financial Industry Regulatory Agency has sought more information into the merger. The latest subpoenas into digital world sought the same documents as the SEC probe, as well as requests relating to the company's S-1 filings. Now, as I always have to say, because we do have to look at this from both sides, right? The filings need to be done correctly, right? Uh, a lot of people at the time said this was a money grab. That this was that it was never going to work. The Truth Social wasn't going to go anywhere. Well, I got to tell you something. I use True, so- True Social every day. What do I do every day? I use Twitter, Telegram, Getter, True Social. A little bit of Instagram. I'm not. I'm not super all over the Instagram. My wife is. You want to go follow her, Tanya Tapasovic? She's all over the Instagram. For me though, it's really those big four. It's really those big four. And I have to say, the truth social, some people have said what it was fake, right? It was just gonna be a money grab, it wasn't gonna be a big thing or a real thing. It's real, it's a real thing, it's actually there, and we will see. We will see. So, as always, right? And no charges have been filed yet. So please don't get don't get over your skis on this thing. But when we get a situation like this, what do we do? Right, what do we do? We don't do what Ari Melber does at MSNBC, what Rachel Maddow used to do before she absconded, right? She was the chief rat fleeing the ship of MSNBC. She used to be, right, you know, she was like the, you know, the, she was the brains of the operation, right, of the progressive left. She's gone now. She's going to be doing like, uh, like the West Wing reboot or something, making uh, fiction movies, right? But we're not going to sit here and endlessly speculate. But what we're going to say is simply this. Show us the evidence, Show us the evidence because I've been saying the same thing to the January 6th committee since the moment they started. Remember, we had the January 6th committee, but before that we had the house hearings before that we actually had an impeachment, right? There's a whole impeachment of president Trump over January 6th that was done without any investigation, right? So now this individual, uh, the Sergeant at Arms we found has died last night, no information on that. We know, but we do know that he talked about professional agitators, right? But there's no investigation into that because they were trying to show us evidence of a quote unquote criminal conspiracy into January 6th that never existed. It simply never existed. So it was an investigation in search of a crime. And because we've seen these again and again and again with anything involving President Trump, I always say, remain skeptical and ask for the evidence. We've seen the list of all the woke corporations out there that have decided that they are going to fund their employees to go out of state to travel to get abortions. Are those the kind of companies that you want to support with your dollars? It's time for economic nationalism, and maybe even a little bit of economic warfare. That's why you have to support a company that I support and Human Events is partnering with called Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile is not just America's only Christian conservative cell phone provider. They are one of the only few companies fighting back. They offer the same great nationwide coverage as the major carriers. So you get the same great service plus the peace of mind that your money is combating the left's attempts to silence you. Patriot Mobile has plans to fit any budget, and their 100% U.S.-based customer service team provides exceptional customer support. Patriot Mobile shares your values and supports organizations fighting for religious freedom, constitutional rights, the sanctity of life. Seriously, they actually give money to all of the organizations that are going and fighting these fights across America. That's what Patriot Mobile does. They're not like one of these other companies out there that's paying for abortions. Go and support Patriot Mobile. Vote with your dollars. PatriotMobile.com slash POSO. PatriotMobile.com slash POSO. Link is in the description. Doesn't the bill just make a mockery of the idea of American citizenship, though? I mean, this is just for local elections, but... Does that mean like next uh, New York City is going to want non-citizens to vote in federal elections? I mean, it, and what do you say to all the people who went through the process, the difficult process of becoming an American citizen, studying for the test, swearing an oath of allegiance to the United States of America, who, who now see this legislation just saying, well, uh, anyone who's here, can go ahead and vote? Uh, well, I, I tell to I say to them, keep doing it, uh, you know, membership has its privileges uh, being a member of what we call the United States of America is a great privilege. And I, I would tell them, keep doing it, be encouraged. Uh, this is a great opportunity to be, to be a member of this great country. Uh, don't let anything daunt you or take you away from that mission. Uh, this legislation is not going to do that. Keep becoming a citizen of this country. So that's New York Mayor Eric Adams. And Jake Taper over there discussing a bill, this bill, which allowed for non-citizens or would have allowed for non-citizens to vote in the city of New York. This bill has been struck down by the Supreme Court. No, not the federal Supreme Court, though, of course, we've been seeing a string of W's at the federal Supreme Court. No, this was the New York Supreme Court. And even in a liberal state, a blue state, a bastion blue state like New York, this law was struck down because it was egregiously unconstitutional and egregiously unlawful you cannot allow here's a problem that i have with actually i have a lot of problems with this but <laughs> but we're going to talk about one direct problem that i have here the term illegal immigrants or some people don't even use that anymore they'll just say migrants well when you're looking at it from a legal perspective right an immigrant is someone Who follows a legal process to come into the United States, right? That's someone that's gone through that legal transition. My wife is is an immigrant to the United States. Um, No, I'm not virtue signaling. I'm just saying I'm familiar with the process, right? And so when you look at this, you have to say, well, you know, these are people, or or sometimes people say they're undocumented. Some people say undocumented. But that's actually not true, is it? No, it's not because you are documented you are a citizen of the state in which you were born the state where you're from so if you are a citizen of the state where you're from then that makes you a foreign citizen so take everything that you just heard about this bill Adams and taper discussing it right and taper doing his little con man act of every once in a while pretending like he's objective and serious before he you know drops another p-tape dossier on us or brings up uh, Michael Aven- I guess he can't bring on Michael Avenatti anymore because Avenatti's in jail, right? But talking about Julie Swetnick and lying about Brett Kavanaugh, because that's what Jake Taper does, right? Right? He'll play this little game every once in a while, and, and, and it isn't an, it is important to ma- uh, mention this from time to time. That what Jake Taper does is that every once in a while, every once in a while, he pretends like he just calls balls and strikes. He's just an objective guy, just a good journalist. He's really the, really the, you know, you know, you know, the, the last newsman in America, but then he'll throw something absolutely insane at you like a Julie Swetnick or a Russiagate dossier, because that's who he is. He's bought and sold. He's completely bought and sold by the establishment. So anyway, Adams is up there talking about, and of course he wants as many foreign citizens as he can to vote because he assumes they're going to vote for him. But here's the problem with that. From a legal perspective, if you have a foreign citizen registered to vote in your country, then doesn't that constitute foreign influence in your country, right? Let's say these were Russians, right? If this were Russian citizens that had come in, let's say they're in uh, in Florida, right? You know, there's a lot of Russians in, in Miami, Sunny Isle. Let's say all the Russians that don't have citizenship now are allowed to vote in the state of Florida, which also means that they're allowed to vote in the U.S. presidential elections, now, I know Florida isn't the biggest swing state when it comes to the presidential election anymore. It's more of a red state now, but let's just say it was. So would that mean that in Broward County, that Russian foreign citizens would control who is our president? Would that be the same thing? No, of course not. Obviously, no country would allow this. No country that's serious about, quote unquote, democracy. Remember, we were told that we have to defend democracy. We have to do everything. Everything possible to defend democracy. Well, this isn't democracy. 42 illegal immigrants being abandoned in a truck that came across an open border in 102 degree heat in San Antonio. That's not democracy. That's blood on your hands for the President of the United States. And bills like this, they're not democracy. They're selling out American democracy. Some for the back run, some flow, run. they start shooting somebody, some people for leg. From, leg, from leg. You get one woman from back, from face, others shooting the leg, shooting. So, and our father now escape, go inside the house. As that, in before, the, after then, the soldiers, before the, before the, the soldiers comes, they don't escape. That is that. Then... Mm. No, priest is inside. Finish the mass already. The priest is already on procession to come out. Then I get outside. I was trying to even to say people, please give will. Priest is coming. Then the man just came here. Well, told me like this. He just shot gun straight to the church. straight. If they say aim hey, me, he will kill me. So we looked it up three weeks ago. I was taken incoming all over Twitter, all over Human Events Daily, and why? Because we were talking about Nigeria, and I was discussing the horrific, atrocious church attack which took place, right? It was a Catholic church that was attacked. Something like 50 people were murdered. And people were saying, that's terrible, that's horrible, that's awful, that's so bad. And I came up and said, well, why don't don't they arm the churchgoers? And I said, well, I looked into the gun laws in Nigeria, and I saw that Nigeria was a, a strict gun uh, regulation state. And so I said, well, it's pretty simple to me. Why don't we issue? It? You're the same guys who say, oh, well, whenever there's one of these things, all you conservatives ever say is just thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers is all you need, right? Thoughts. And I said, okay, fine. I'm going to give you a solution. My solution is arm the churchgoers. Give people a fighting chance, not only to defend themselves, but uh, more seriously, here in the United States, what you what happens in situations like that is that you'll have volunteer security. And, you know, depending on the size of the church, you might have one, two, three individuals who just kind of take turns. You know, if it's your mass, if it's your service, you're going to go stand by the door. You're going to be armed. You're going to be ready in case something happens. You go in. Right. You go in, pull volunteers. Right. You set this up because if something happens like happened in Southern Spring, uh, Springs, Texas. Right. God forbid, then you have the ability to defend yourselves. It's as simple as that. And I took so much incoming, so much incoming from far left Twitter, from woke Twitter. They're saying, what do you know? You don't know anything about Nigeria. That's completely different. You have no idea what you're talking about. That's crazy, right? And I said, well, it looks like you've got, you've got a terrorist problem in Nigeria. You've got rebels. You've got bandits, right? At least give people a chance to be able to defend themselves. Well, lo and behold, here we are three weeks later, and apparently the governor of Zamfara State in Nigeria. Apparently, he must be a fan of Human Events Daily. I guess he's sleeping with a my pillow every night too, because this governor Bello Matawale. What did he just say? He has decided his citizens deserve at least a fighting chance against formidable foes. The governor has ordered. The police commissioner to issue hundreds of licenses in each of the state's 19 Emirate subdivisions. He stated government is ready to facilitate people, especially farmers, to secure basic weapons. For defending themselves, perhaps betraying an affinity for gun control, even in as desperate a situation as that faced by Nigerians. This is from uh, Zero Hedge. AP couldn't help but strike a skeptical tone. This is the associ- and so here's how the Associated Press put it: It was not yet clear how arming citizens. <laughs> I have to do this in the announcer voice. I'm sorry. Associated Press. It was not yet clear how arming citizens would help prevent the attacks. Authorities have admitted that even the Nigerian police are sometimes overwhelmed during violent attacks. I'm sorry. I guess I have to explain this again. And I'm going to say what I said here three weeks ago because I remember it seared into my mind like a steel trap. It's very simple, right? When bullets are flying in your direction... The only thing that's going to stop them is bullets flying in that direction. The end, period, full stop. If the police are being overwhelmed, then you've got to give them backup from the law abiding, peaceful citizen. Look, you've got two groups of people, right? Don't, don't tell me about the difference. Yeah, I get it. There's terrorists, there's rebels, there's bandits, etc. Got it. But you've got essentially two groups of people. You've got peaceful citizens and you've got criminals. It's like we can't even actually discuss people in terms of criminals anymore, criminality, right? It's always, we have to know their backstory. We have to unpack what's going on. I have to deconstruct, right? Their their intentions and their motivation. No, they're criminals and they need to be dealt with like criminals. I'd like to see the warrant. I'd like to see the warrant. I'd like to see the warrant before you take my property. So here comes the warrant right now, sir do you erase your text messages every day do you erase your emails every day well apparently you probably should because the biden justice department and we talked about this last week here we see it again they are going after anybody anybody even remotely connected to president trump they are going after them they're seizing cell phone records. They're seizing emails. They're seizing text messages. And they're just going out. In Again, I said this before. This is an investigation in search of a crime. It's an investigation in search of a crime. That's everything they're doing here. So what happened? John Eastman, who was a lawyer for President Trump, right, he's a senior fellow at the Claremont Institute. He was conducting legal activity and... Legal filings in court cases for President Trump related to the 2020 election. Now, you might disagree with those court cases. You might disagree with his conclusions. You might even disagree with his legal theories. And guess what? That's perfectly fine. Because in the country we used to live in, disagreement, debate, argument, holding trials in court to find the truth of things. That's how we took care of business. But that's not how we do things anymore. That's the old America. In the new America, Biden's America, what happens is you might be out to dinner with your friends. You might be out just having a nice time. And then all of a sudden, you get surrounded by the FBI and they demand to see your phone. And then they demand that they're going to take your phone and that you have to unlock it or else you're going to be in even more trouble. Now, I'm not going to say that what happened to me in Davos was the same thing as it happened to uh, John Eastman here, who was, a pre- who was the president's lawyer. But I remember that feeling. I remember that feeling of I'm being surrounded. I've got agents around me. In my case, they were carrying long rifles, nine millimeters, right? Asked us all to be frisked. And then they, start, they got to the point, they didn't seize any of our stuff. Didn't take my phone or anything like that. But they got to the point where they started to ask us, what are you doing here? Can we see your footage? Can we look at it? And then they said they played this little game of they were going to take one member of our crew and then separate him from the rest of us. And they said, why don't you just come back to our van and, and, uh, and, and we can watch the footage there. And that'll be easier to see. I said, no, 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 no. You're not going to be separating anybody. You're not going to be taking anyone apart from us. I understand how this game works. You take one person away, you question them separately, then you take the other person away so that they, other people can't hear the answers because you want to see if there's any... De- we're, not, we're not going down that line, All right? We're not going down that road. Understand what time in the movie we're in, what part in the movie we're in. We're in the part of the movie we're the regime, and you have to understand this. You are living under a regime. They are trying to criminalize, criminalize the opposition. So when it comes to this, there's many ways to support uh, John Eastman. I believe he has a give, send, go up. You can go check that out. Pierre Navarro has one as well, right? These are dissidents now. These are dissidents to the regime. They are freedom fighters. This is not political anymore, right? It's not. It's about freedom. Are we going to live in a free country, in a free state, or are we going to live in a regime? The choice is yours. And that's all the time we have today for Human Events Daily. Remember, our promise, our oath, our solemn vow to you, be good, be brief, be gone. Your homework from us. Share this out with one, just one of your normie friends, and then leave us your five-star review, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. We talked about a lot today, but... Mainly, what did we get into the four headlines of the day? Digital World board members getting subpoenaed over Trump's Truth Social app. Next, the New York Supreme Court striking down a law allowing non-citizens, foreign citizens, to vote in your elections. Third, a Nigerian governor ordering mass issuance of gun permits to counter murderous hordes. And then finally, former Trump lawyer John Eastman saying that federal agents unlawfully seized his phone. He's filed a lawsuit to fight this because, of course, his phone includes all sorts of documents, financial information, attorney-client privilege, protected information, right? You need to understand, this is the country you live in now. Understand what part of the movie we're in. And I want to talk about another movie that took place about 100 years ago, right? It's time for today's history break. On this day in history, 1914. Archduke Francis Ferdinand, the Crown Prince of Austria, and his wife were assassinated in Sarajevo. This touched off a conflict between the Austro-Hungarian Empire and Serbia. That escalated through a series of treaties and alliances. They called it the Guns of August into World War I. So understand, something might seem small. It might seem like a small act, but it escalates and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And if you think that our leaders today are somehow smarter than the leaders of Europe back in 1914, you've got another thing coming. I mean, take a look at Joe Biden. The guy can't even ride a bike. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore.